Israel is massacred by Hamas and no one saw it coming. Now Israel is fighting back and we'll see where this is going. Well hello everyone, I hope you're doing well today. Welcome back to the Australian Conservative. Uh, I actually wanted to talk about uh, the voice, obviously, with the referendum on Saturday. I don't even know if this will get out by Saturday, but uh, uh, something more important has definitely come up, and that's this attack by Hamas on Israel. And uh, it's not pretty. I can definitely uh, say that. Uh, about four or five days ago, as you've probably seen, uh, Hamas absolutely caught Israel off guard completely. They had no idea that this was happening. So uh, Hamas, they, they they stormed over the border with, like there was paragliders and tanks and and uh, 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 bulldozers and, and people just cutting fences, running in, going in through guns. Rockets and rockets and rockets, thousands of rockets shot into Israel. Uh, it's it's just so uh, horrible. They're going through village by village, killing innocent people. Now it's confirmed that in one village there was forty babies that were that were killed. And it's, it's so disgusting and. And, and people are saying it was a joke that the Babylon Bee had. Uh, I might find it. Islam downgraded to religion of mostly peace. So, uh, yeah. After decades of enjoying its status as a religion of peace, experts, religious experts, weighing recent events in Israel announced that Islam has been officially downgraded to the religion of mostly peace. I don't know who ever thought that Islam was the religion of peace. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, they've uh, absolutely massacred Israel. And now Israel has, has uh, fought back. Uh, now, I think, for the most part, I think they've driven most of the Palestinians back into the Gaza Strip. There's obviously still rockets that are, are being shot into Israel, there's thousands of people dead, uh, thousands injured, you know, you know Palestine is going to face the, the consequences for it, so Israel's been firing back, uh, and now they're going to have a ground offensive, uh, yeah, and, and everyone, the, everyone else is, is asking the same question, how did both Israel and the United States, who are, they're both, like, close allies. How did both of them not realise that this was going to happen? So, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy how it happened. So many, uh, horrible things. And now all over the world, for some reason, people are protesting in favour of Palestine. I do not understand what... These people, they're going, free Palestine, free Palestine. But Palestine are on Israel's land. If you understand history, you'll know that. And if you understand uh, 
the Bible, you know that that is Israel's land. The whole Gaza Strip and the the West Bank, that, that is all Israel's land. Palestine, just, uh, yeah. Um, this, and, and the thing is, this Hamas attack, it's not Hamas itself, it's it's Iran fueling this. That's, that's what this has uh, come from. Iran is the one who's, who's who probably be found to be funding this and is it they're the main aggressors against Israel Iran they really hate Israel and uh, as I was watching uh, the report on the news I found uh, this uh, interesting let's take a look at this New York's Empire State Building and Rome's Kiji Palace wearing the Israeli flag burnt on the streets of Iraq and in Iran jubilation and in Yemen. While in southern Lebanon, Hezbollah praising Hamas, warning its leaders are maintaining constant contact. Saudi Arabia and Qatar blaming Israel. Turkey's President Erdogan urging restraint. The greatest fear among Western leaders tonight that this does explode into a broader Middle Eastern conflict involving Hezbollah and other Iranian-backed radicals. So yeah, there's at least six countries there that are in favour of Palestine uh, attacking. They're all around Israel. So, and a lot of people say that this could be part of entire prophecy. It really could, if uh, if if Israel aren't careful, this could become a a really huge attack against them. But at the moment, it seems like Israel are, are going to just try and get the Gaza. Uh, strip. They're going to go in and try and get all the hostages out. Uh, but yeah, no one uh, really knows what's uh, going to happen at this point. We just got to keep watching. And uh, one report: uh, Israel has now decided to form an emergency war cabinet against Hamas's death and damage in Gaza. Mount. I think it's just so they can uh, get everything uh, that needs to be done done. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's that. And so a lot of people are asking, uh, how did this happen and no one pick it up? But if, about three or four weeks ago, if, if you're watching the headlines, which I wasn't, uh, here's the headline story that we should look at. Uh... Five Americans held by Iran on their way home after White House unfreezes six billion assets. Now, you would think, yeah, let's five Americans. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that because you want to save your own people, but surely there must be a better way than six billion dollars. Like, you could do a. Ah, oh, hang on, let's read this. Five Americans held hostage in Iran were on a flight home Monday evening after President Biden agreed to release the same number of Iranian prisoners held in the U.S. and unfreeze $6 billion in Tehran assets. Now, that makes it even worse, because it should be prisoner for prisoner. There is no way you should be giving up $6 billion as well as six people, 
That is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You would think that uh, America could find a way to to uh, get into there and invade and, and take its people out, but seems that America isn't the leader of the free world anymore. Well, at least not culturally anyways. Well, culturally it still is, but it's not... It's not imposing itself anymore. Everyone knows that America is is the leader of the free world, but it's not. It's they don't act like it anymore. They sort of talk, but they don't. They don't do anything that the leader of the free world would do. They're not. They're not strong under Joe Biden. That's for sure. So. Yeah. So this is this is one of the reasons. Uh, that people are saying that Hamas was able to do this to six billion dollars of unfrozen assets uh, that is that the United States released. Uh, look, it probably was. There's almost no doubt about that. And now, now with this happening, like Israel have called it our in their sort of nine eleven their. Uh, uh, like like the Japanese bombings on uh, Pearl Harbor. And now, I think, I've heard a bit recently, people are starting to worry in America that sort of how 9-11 happened, they could have their own similar 9-11 again because the, look if you look at the southern border, people are swapping in. You don't know who is going in and the government is saying, let's get them all in because they're going to vote for them. And how stupid is that? They could have Russians going in. They could have the Chinese, the North Koreans, Iran, Iraq. They could have anyone just funneling in through the southern border, and they could care less. So I I don't understand how could you be so idiotic. That is that's what it is. If you why would you open a border? Because a nation a nation is not a nation unless it has borders. That's a reality. If you if you can't decide what is yours and what isn't yours, then what is a nation then? We're, we're going to redefine a nation now too. So, yeah, so realistically, I think this is uh, more on America than this is on Israel. Israel should should have found out something was going on through their intelligence, but this is definitely has to do with America. That's that's definitely for sure. So yeah, I I don't know. I don't really have much else to talk about Israel. There's, there's lots of other stuff that we could talk about. Um, oh, I might mention one thing. Uh, Avi uh, Yemeni from uh, Rebel News. He's going over to Israel to report from the front lines. I think he landed uh, just today or something like that uh and his his website that he set up to talk about uh, the war in Israel I think it, it's might be the truth about the war dot org or dot com you can check that on rebel news uh but it was blocked by Telstra so that that's interesting uh yeah that doesn't make much sense I actually let's have a look at that uh where is that okay all right here it is uh, no, here it isn't. There it is. Alright. 
Rebel News. Australian ISP Telstra blocks Rebel News' coverage of Israel-Hamas war. Telstra faces criticism for censoring Rebel News on the ground Middle East coverage. Yeah, so the website is thetruthaboutthewar.com. Uh, I'll leave the websites in the, in the description. Uh, the issue arose after journalist Avi Yemeni announced his plan to cover the recent terrorist attacks in Israel shortly after frustrated Telstra users began t- contacting Rebel News, advising that they were unable to load the web page. Were uh, that they were unable to load the web page, were met with a warning, stating that the site contained potentially malicious content and could harm their devices. You haven't done anything wrong. We we automatically block potentially dangerous websites. We recommend you leave this website. If you believe this website is safe, you can report this website is safe. So, uh, yeah, it's it seems like Telstra is just following the uh, the uh, uh, the cultural uh, norms. They just they just want to make sure that the mainstream news get uh, get the main attention. So, uh, yeah, so Avi went over there, and he's going to report from, uh, from there. Uh, look, I don't know what the mainstream news isn't saying to us, because obviously I'm not over there. Uh, I thought that the coverage has been alright, but seems like there's probably a bit more that they're not saying if Avi is going over there so I would keep an eye on him you can I think you can get him on you can get Rebel News on Facebook Twitter LinkedIn Reddit uh Rumble I, I watch it on Rumble so uh you can sign up for their their uh email updates but uh yeah that's really about it. Everything else you can sort of see in the mainstream media because they, they talk about every night for the moment until it's not popular enough to talk about. Just like Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you think about that war. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's that's about it. About the war in Israel. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk about The Voice just for a, for a couple of minutes. But uh, yesterday, I went and voted, and I wrote no. It was really simple, actually. I just parked the car. Actually, that was a bit tough to park the car. And then we went, uh, uh, we walked up the, the walkway, and there was, there was no no people there. There was only a couple of yes people giving out their, uh, their rubbish. Uh... And they 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 try they try and like act real Aussie and nice and stuff. Anyway, they they, uh, they asked if I wanted one, and I said why not. So because I took one because I want to show you uh, what they're pushing. Famous walked in. Uh, well, better walk in, and a guy in the purple AEC thing. He said, uh, "What district are you from?" And we said, we're "From uh, we're in Cranbourne." So he said, "Okay." When you go to the door, uh, tell the guy. Uh, you're from Holt, and they'll direct you where to go. So we said we're from Holt, directed where to go. Uh, 
and then we went in and the uh, lady sitting there by her computer, she just explained how to do it, very simple, just write yes or no on the box, I think you might have it there, just write, you don't write yes, you write no here, okay, you write no, uh, so yeah, very, it was very quick, you just write no, fold it in half, put it in the box, put the pencil in the box, not the writing box, but in the other box. And then off you go. So uh, yeah, th that was it. It was very simple. Uh, so I might take you through this uh, this thing. Is is I want to show you this, this. This is full of propaganda. I tell you. Uh, it's it's just so we've got the front page here. Uh, how to vote yes, simply write yes in the space provided on the ballot, paper is shown, uh, recognition, listening, better results. Let's think about that, recognition, yes, that is in the constitution, but we already recognise uh, Aborigines because everyone is an Australian. I don't care what you think you are, everyone is an Australian. No matter what cultural heritage you have, you are an Australian. You're not an Aboriginal Australian. You're an Australian, and you have an Aboriginal cultural heritage, if that's what you want to call it. So, uh, look, I don't know why we're recognising Aborigines if we're not going to recognise all the other migrants that have come to, even though that they they were here before us. They're still, it, it's, they're just another ethnic group. That That's really all it is. They're another ethnic group with all the other eth ethnic groups. They're not, they're not more special than any other ethnic group in Australia. So that's recognition, listening. I'm not going to bother with that. Better results. We guaranteed better results. Once we get in the Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander voice, everything is going to, is going to be fixed. It may take years. But we're gonna do it. Seriously, I really don't understand how they con people into voting yes. Because the way they're doing it is you're just making it like it's a uh like like it's like a fashion trend. When it when there's like a fashion trend, all all the people that are into fashion they dress like in a similar way. Not the, like the same clothes, but a similar way. Or or a musical trend or, or stuff like that. Yeah, that, that's the way they'll do it. So, uh, yeah, let's look at this page. This Together for a Better Future, vote yes. So it's got voting yes means and how the voice will work. Now, this will be interesting. Because I don't know how the voice will work. Because according to this, this official AEC document, which tells us, which tells us, what will be in the new chapter? There is nothing in the new chapter about how the voice will work. So I don't know how the Yes campaign can tell me how the voice will work if the AEC can't tell me how the voice is going to work. So, yeah. Let's let's read this. And let's try and be as nice as possible. Voting Yes means recognising Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in our constitution through a voice. It, it's really just adding a voice isn't recognizing them. There's there's that little bit in the chapter, at, like at the start of the chapter, it says that. But 
look, the voice is not, it's not, it's purpose is not to recognize Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island people, and really, we don't know the purpose of the Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander voice. Alright, listening to advice from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people about matters that affect their lives so government make better decisions. Look, I'm just going to, I'll come back to the listening in a second because they're going to talk about it a bit more in a second. Uh, but better results for Indigenous health, education, employment and housing so people have a better life. See, look, they want to raise... Uh, indigenous health, education, employment, and housing, so people have a better life. There is nothing wrong with that. There is perfectly nothing wrong with that. They've got the right problem, but they've again got the wrong solution. By going through government, uh, uh, the, the way government works, it tries to solve things through policies by making a wholesale change, but the thing is, you can't make a wholesale change to things as delicate as health and education, employment and housing. You can in some regards you can, but not not in a complete sense because like a lot of people aren't uh, they don't have life expect expectancy as high as others because they're not living in a way that would uh that is gonna give them good health. Because you can you can decide to live uh, healthy or not healthy, that's up to you. You can decide to smoke, or you can decide to not smoke. If you smoke, you can smoke if you want to, but you're not likely to live as long because you're likely to get cancer because that is the result of having of smoking. You can drink beer a lot. And if you do that, you can get drunk, you can get in trouble, you can go to jail. That is the result of that. That's why there are people in jail all the time because they make bad decisions with, with drinking and drugs. And because people, they want to do bad things. It's not that they don't want to, it's that they want to. And that's the problem that I've been saying this whole time, that when people do not know uh, what they're here for, what their purpose is, who created them, they don't have identity, and, and they just follow their own heart. They fo follow their own God, which is themselves. They follow what they want to do. But until people's hearts are changed, sanctified, brought in, brought in line with 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 God, then they're not going to change. They can change a bit. They'll become maybe you can make them more moral. But that's that's up for wholesale too because this is not this is not a a, a for sure cure. This is just this is just a. I don't know, even what it is, it, it's almost virtue signaling. The voice is almost virtue signaling. That's really what it's about. The, the reason I say it's virtue signaling is because we don't know how it's going to work. It's just, it's about, is all they keep saying it's about recognition, recognition, better future, but we don't know anything about it. But this document is going to tell me how will the voice work. When we listen to people about the decisions that affect them, we get better results. Look, if a patient is sick, you think he's going to know how he's going to help himself? The doctor is going to be, most, not every situation, but almost always the doctor is going to be the one who can help the person who is sick. So, when we listen to people about the decisions that affect them, we get better results. For the past 250 years, we haven't properly listened to the people 
We've been here for 65,000 years. It's time we did. Look, I'm sure we haven't treated Aborigines always in the best regard. And I admit that, because that's obvious. But we have been working really hard to make uh, their lives better. But people, that doesn't... <sighs> yeah, sorry about uh, cutting myself off, but I can't remember where I was. Because uh, the camera failed me. Again, and remember, I am an amateur. I am an amateur. Okay, I am learning. So forgive me. I'm not a politician. Okay. Uh, yeah. The people that have been here for 65,000 years, that's rubbish, okay? I'm telling you now, that is absolute rubbish. I am a young earther. Yes, that is right. And I think 65,000 years is rubbish. There is no... Substantive proof of that, and you would think that they would have more people than they did when than when we came two hundred fifty years ago, as they say. I doubt that number is even right. But anyways, let's see how the voice will work. When Parliament or the government wants to improve outcomes for Indigenous Australians in areas like health and education, they'd ask the voice to come up with the best solutions that'll actually work and make a real practical difference. Yeah, look, I doubt that they would ask the voice. To me, this just seems like virtue signaling. Like, let, let's say that they have this uh, voice, and that's, and that's what it would do. That would just be virtue signaling numbers, because this is what it says next. Parliament and government can choose to listen to advice or not, and ultimately make the final decision. Then what's the point of the voice if it doesn't have any power? And then if it had any power, it'd probably have too much power. That's the problem. It's a simple and practical way that this referendum can create a better future together. Oh, dear. Look, it says here, Parliament and government can choose to listen to advice or not and ultimately make the final decision. What about Thomas Mayo? He was saying that if the politicians don't listen, that they would punish the politicians. So, so this is the thing with this whole voice thing. From the start, the main thing from the start was that all the people that came together and made, uh, had this idea for this voice, they all say different things about it. There is no legislation that would uh, uh, um, clarify anything that we want to know. Most of this campaign has been about virtue signaling. So, uh, yeah, that's, that is the, yes, campaign pamphlet. So don't take it. There is no point of reading it. Uh... So, uh, yeah, look, that's about it. Just, uh, actually, no, on Channel uh, 7, they had an interesting, uh, thing for their, uh, spotlight segment, uh, where they had, uh, they had, uh, they had two people representing the No campaign and two representing the Yes campaign. Whenever the people in the No campaign, for most of the time, whenever the Yes campaign were talking, they uh, because what they did is they had a thing where they had like 50 people in the studio. They'd all have a little thing to turn. When they agree with something, they turn it up close to 100. And then when they didn't agree, they turn it uh, closer to zero. Right? So whenever the Yes campaign was talking, it was most of the time it was going down. Occasionally it would go up for a while, but most of the time it was down. Then when the No campaign was talking, whenever just said a price was talking, it would go up. It would skyrocket. And then whenever... 
uh, Liddy Thorpe, she had actually had a couple of points, even though I don't agree with her on, I'd probably agree with her on 5% of stuff, if not less. But she actually made a couple of points, even though I didn't like what else she was saying. But I don't know how Albanese thought he was going to get this through, because people aren't stupid. Um, and I think by the end of the night, uh, of the 40-something people that voted uh, in the Channel 7 uh, poll, they had, uh, I think it was like 70% uh, against 20% four and nine percent uh uh not sure and it was sort of like roughly maybe i'm off by a couple percent here or there but that was about it you can watch that on seven plus for free actually i'm not giving them a sponsor sponsorship but if you want to watch it that's where you go watch it but uh at the end of the night they were asking a couple of the audience people what they were thinking and this lady she 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 got she got it exactly what it was L listen to this this helpful for you? You wanted practical examples? Yes, yeah, so I'm, so what I found is I was, the yes side are very uh, good at being politicians. I thought the right, the no side were more genuine. So I'm, you know, kind of, I'm gonna think about it a bit more, but I'm leaning a bit towards the, the no vote actually. So she said that the, the yes campaign were acting like politicians and the no campaign we're actually acting like genuine people. I think that sums it up because Yes Campaign, they've got no facts to base any... Like, recently they've been peddling 80% of Aboriginals support the voice. Stand with us! But that is not true. That is definitely not true as far as anyone can say. There is, you can't say that's fact. That is just a personal statement they should. What they should have to say is, we believe eighty percent of Aboriginals support this voice. Stand with the opposed eighty percent. So, yeah, and they say this won't divide the country on race. When we're putting race into the constitution, we're saying that Aborigines have a ethnic disadvantage to white people or any other culture in the world. That's what they're saying, and I don't understand how that makes any sense. In the age of empowerment, in the age of feminism, we're saying that uh, that this this group, this ethnic group of people, are are ethnically disadvantaged compared to every other culture in Australia. That doesn't make any sense to me. And like I, I remember I posted this clip from from CPAC. I think it was it might have been Tony Abbott or or someone. I can't remember. You could go back through my Rumble channel and look. But whoever it was, they said, Aborigines, they, they're not victims and they don't need to act like victims. The thing is, I think, I don't want to say this as a broad statement, but I'm going to say it as a broad statement. Anyways, uh, uh, most people are in the position that they are in because they chose uh, a bad decision and that's where it got them in. That's not for everyone. That is not for every single situation. More often than not, people make bad decisions, and from those bad decisions, they get bad consequences. That's, that's just the way life is. If you smash a wall in a hole, you're going to have to fix the wall in the hole. You're going to have to pay for the wall in the hole. And your hand is going to hurt. So, uh, 
yeah, that's about it, I guess, for today. Talked a bit about uh, Israel and what's going on there and $6 billion that Biden unfroze three weeks ago for six people and they give six people back. What an unfair trade that was. Anyways, it's not like a footy trade. That's going on too. You should look at that too. Uh, and we talked a bit about The Voice and how ridiculous it is. I'm just, I don't think it'll go up. I think it'll probably be 60-40 or it could be 70-30 realistically because that's how there's there's no consensus on what it is. So, yeah, that's about it. Uh, yeah, please uh, like it and share it and, and uh, follow me on either Rumble or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you want. Uh, yeah, you can, uh, yeah, just uh, you can comment and uh, leave a comment and you can ask me a question or if there's a story you want to, uh, me to talk about you can actually put in the comments and I'll almost 100% likely to see it because I think I get notifications for comments so you can uh, put a comment in if you want me to have a look at that or if you want other people to have a look at it. but please share because most people don't understand what is going on for these issues and I've got so many stories that I've I've got saved here that I want to talk about uh, what have we got here Mobile phone ban in New South Wales from public high schools. Uh, Jacinda Allen, new games would cost an extra $2 billion four months before event axed. And uh, look at this. World's thermometer sends back first pictures of Earth's hotspots in milestone for climate monitoring. Now, that's just some of the stories that I've got saved here. That we could talk about. I would just say the story. Donald Trump gets McDonald's delivered to court during civil fraud trial. I'm not going to talk about that. I just think that's just funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, hopefully you look forward to the future of this podcast. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you again on the Australian Conservative.